0: Hey, this fall, we're gonna study the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah is in the Old Testament. It's about the history of Israel. And it's in Nehemiah that we see the walls and the gates of Jerusalem have broken down, Uh, right? And the wall and the gates, that would have been a symbol of security and safety for the people. And in our day, we don't don't have walls and gates, but we do have symbols of security and safety. I mean, you see a lack of confidence in those in positions of authority. Uh, We see more skepticism with the local church. Uh, we see uh, struggling doubts with our economy even in our friends and our family there's fractures that are setting in when the book of nehemiah the lord is going to walk us through a process to find our safety and security not in the things of the world but in him and so come with us whether you're in person or online like share subscribe invite as many as possible to study the book of nehemiah with us this fall so excited uh to be here with you today man that music was was great we're gonna be talking about singing uh this morning is uh I was thinking this morning I was undoing my cuffs you know I was getting ready and I was thinking this has nothing to do with the sermon but I just thought it'd be fun to share with you like at what point in a man's life does he start to cuff cuff his shirt like I started like what has to happen in life where a man starts like you know what like if I was to stand up and cuff, does it, does it look like I'm ready to do business now like look at that just like something's about to happen I don't know I was just thinking about that this morning I was just like what what makes a man just like oh it's time to start cuffing my shirt like let y'all ready to get into God's no it has nothing to do with the message it just it just made me laugh I was thinking about that at this point in the year we typically uh we start to celebrate the birth of Jesus right that God uh became uh flesh and and we will do that in a couple of weeks Uh, that is a big deal Uh, but we're going to finish off the book of Nehemiah over these next couple of weeks so this morning we're going to be in the the book of uh, Nehemiah chapter 12 Uh, but it's also fitting for us to be in Nehemiah chapter 12 because chapter 12 is about celebration chapter 12 is about Thanksgiving chapter 12 is is about singing and 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 celebrating and they're dedicating this wall Uh, that they've built up uh, for the security and safety of uh, Jerusalem and and singing's singing's a big deal uh it's 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 a part of our faith as followers of Jesus it's it's not necessarily in every faith in the world but it is central to our faith that we we are a people who sing Uh, this is why back in like 2014 uh around this time our church family did a series on the theology of Christmas songs right Uh, not Mariah Carey's uh, but things like Hark the Herald and uh, Little Drummer Boy Silent Night those are all biblically rich theologically rich songs so we spent some time just talking about the content of those songs because we 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 sing it's it's a it's a big part of our faith when you look at God's Word you see singing as a central theme to God's Word uh, god's people sing uh, you see you see it uh, uh throughout scripture uh, you see it in job uh, chapter 38 they're, they're singing at the at the foundation of creation in genesis 1 and 2 they're singing the angels are singing in awe of what's taking place and revelation 5 uh, tells us uh, that we will be singing throughout eternity uh, it's those singing's uh, a big part of of our faith Uh, we see trees singing in God's Word as they wave in the winds we see rocks singing uh, in response to his glory Uh, angels stars Jesus sings Um, the Apostle Paul sings Uh, so it's that singing as a follower of Jesus like singing is a is a big deal and and when you look at our culture like the songs that we sing in our culture our culture may not admit this uh, but the roots of the singing songs in our culture they trace themselves back to Jesus right if you look at jazz r&b uh, hip hop pop classical country like those songs at the root foundation are in the spirituals of the day and the spirituals of the day are songs that were christ-centered songs and so not only as followers of jesus do we sing uh, but just even in our culture whether our culture admits it to not our culture like the foundation is singing to jesus for jesus about jesus so that singing is a big deal in our passage we're going to see three sub points this morning we're going to see that we sing thankfully we sing corporately that means together and we sing loudly for all to hear and spread Christmas cheer so let's do our first one we sing thankfully turn to page 62 in your devotional if you're new here this morning this is our gift to you this is where we are today till August 2023 and and, and so you can hold uh, God's Word in your hand or you can pull it up on your on your phone we're gonna look at Nehemiah chapter 12 verse 27. I'll read you follow along it says now at the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem they sought out the Levites from all their places to bring them to Jerusalem so that they might celebrate the dedication with gladness with hymns of Thanksgiving and with songs to the accompaniment of cymbals, harps and lyres which are like small kind of harpish guitar kind of instruments so liars there if you're new to the book of Nehemiah the book of Nehemiah takes place in the Old Testament yeah in the book of Nehemiah is about the history of Israel and chapters one to six are about the building up of a wall yeah we'll get the participation There is turkey fog it's all right chapters one to six about rebuilding the wall the wall was a symbol of safety and security for the people of of of, of Jerusalem and that's been rebuilt. And then chapters 7 to 13, is about the rebuilding of God's people. So that in Nehemiah chapter 12, the wall and gates have been completed. They've renewed their faith in the, the Lord. So that verse 27 marks the beginning of celebration, singing, gladness, thankfulness, celebrating. And it's possible that some of us may be a little uncomfortable with celebrating, right? Maybe there's a there's our kind of our inner ba humbug, right, in all of us. Where we maybe it's the holidays, sparks memories. Or, i mean, you know, I don't know what it is, but maybe we're just like, ah, uh, right. It's that realist layer in us of why are we celebrating? right something bad's going to happen tomorrow right some hardship is going to come tomorrow like we can't celebrate right we kind of sometimes find ourselves in this place a little grumpy of like we can't celebrate until we know all the hardships are going to go away but that's not what we see modeled in God's word right we know in in chapter 13 right we've referenced it hardship is coming right Nehemiah is going to walk around throwing punches on people so the celebrating in chapter 12 doesn't mean that only good things to come right they're celebrating because in that moment they're celebrating the Lord's provision in their life the wall has been rebuilt the people have been reestablished we got to celebrate right they're celebrating just the moments of the Lord's provision we got to celebrate the Lord's provision in our life because life is hard We can't wait till there's no hardships before we celebrate. We gotta look for the opportunity to celebrate with thankfulness and gladness every chance we get. Because have you noticed how easy it is as a human being to only focus on the hardship? I mean, that's what we get together with our friends. We just talk about the hard things i mean the lord could be doing amazing things in our life providing sustaining caring for us and yet when we get together we're like but i got a flat tire last week and it was such a hassle i can discount tire i couldn't get an appointment like we just it's easy to grumble and complain but god's word is teaching us you no know, matter every chance we get we want to celebrate we want to look for a chance to be thankful to see the Lord's provision and goodness and so in verse 27 there's gladness look at that there's Thanksgiving there's symbols if you scan down to verse 31 uh, they appoint choirs to sing at the top of the wall they're singing at the the refuse gate that's the dung gate that's the sewage gate and so right off the bat they're like let's put some let's put a choir it's like a production let's put a choir up there if you scan down to verse 38 they're like we'll put a choir over there at the fish gate we'll put a choir over there right and so it's like kirk franklin about to like sing Whoa, right and then they stop and it's like over here the lord is good right no you don't know like they're just i don't know they're like when i read 27 to 47 it's like a Broadway production of just thankfulness and celebration and gladness and and goodness right because they're thankful they're thankful for the the goodness I remember when our our children uh, were seven and ten years old we took them to uh, New York City to see a Broadway production and and we told them like hey we're going to take you to a musical and they did not want to go y'all remember you're like what is a musical and i'm like well we try to describe it and they're like we would rather see zootopia right zootopia had just come out it's talking animals who wouldn't want to see that right but the loving parents we are we said no you're gonna go see this musical and you're gonna like it And, and so we took him to see finding neverland and it's about peter pan and uh we we uh we got up early we got the cheap tickets right we get get a good place in the in the theater and the lights go down it goes to black and then Tinkerbell I I mean I don't know what it was but it looked like it was Tinkerbell was fluttering around this dark black stage this gold light and she's her voice comes over the speakers right and then she's introducing what we're about to watch and she's setting it all up and then it ends with like this explosion of golden glitter all over the stage into the audience and this seven and ten year old look at us the first 30 seconds of this musical and they say this is awesome right they were hooked right because they were just in awe of the production of the celebration that was taking place that's what's happening in 27 to 47 they are just overwhelmed with thankfulness and gratitude and they are singing and they are thankful because singing and thankfulness is a huge part of our faith as followers of jesus being thankful is a huge part of our faith as followers of Jesus because what we believe we believe that God is powerful that he is the provider and sustainer but he's not some distant God out in the cosmos that we don't know we believe that God has become personal that God has taken on flesh that God is knowable and that so when we think we are thinking him we are thanking him for his provision and his pr- protection and, and and his care in our lives so every time there's thankfulness whether it's a thank you or whether it's a song of thankfulness we are stirring our affections for him in that thankfulness does that make sense like we're having like our own mini worship service every time we are thankful that's a unique part of our faith as followers of Jesus I mean there are people around our country how fortunate our country celebrates thankfulness That's what thanksgiving is right thankfulness and there's millions of people around the country on Thursday sat around a table whether they have faith in Jesus or not no doubt they sat around table they got their yams their turkey and their stuffing and no doubt they took time to talk about what they are thankful for right I'm thankful for my job I'm thankful for my health I'm thankful for the Dallas Cowboys I'm thankful for my children I'm thankful right they but they did that Dallas right they're thankful but think about that like if if those people don't have faith in Jesus the provider of those things in their life if they don't know Jesus on a personal level then in that moment who are those people thanking? Isn't that interesting to think about like they're acknowledging like there's good things in their life and so they're saying thank you but but who are they thinking in that moment is it a thankfulness out into the cosmos just thank you great anonymous cosmos for these things like this it's so impersonal like there's there's no emotional meaningful connection are they thanking themselves maybe right you know thank you for the job that I got the house that I got right the whatever all right but like that's that's it kind of begins and ends with you but as followers of jesus when we are saying thank you we are stirring our affections for him for his provision his protection for his care in our lives so we see that right off the bat god's word is teaching us to eat turkey and be thankful let's look at our second subpoint. We sing corporately god's word teaches us to celebrate god's word teaches us to celebrate through singing and god's word teaches us to celebrate through singing with others corporately it's not like apple and amazon corporation it's corporately together we sing together verses 40 to 42 i'll read you follow it says then the two choirs took their stand in the house of god so did i and half of the officials with me and the priest Eli Eliakim, Messiah, I don't got that one. Miniamin, uh, Micaiah, Elohim, Zechariah, Hananiah with the trumpets, and Messiah, Shemaiah, Eleazar, Uzi, Johanan, Melchiah, Elam, Ezer, and the singers sang with Jezariah, their leader. They're singing together corporately I mean you would think a book like Nehemiah titled Nehemiah that chapter 12 would just be a solo like everybody sit down I'm gonna sing a song to y'all right Nehemiah is going to dedicate the wall but that's not what we see in God's word we see people coming together to sing corporately in the same way our church family we have Catherine up here singing James singing beautiful right their voices are amazing singing that harmony and melody I don't even know what that means but just doing that kind of stuff right but we're not here just to watch them we're not here just to observe their singing Being like oh that was nice you know really like when you did that it was <laughs> no no they're simply singing so as to follow their their lead and we sing together God's word is teaching us we sing corporately have you ever stopped in the middle of us singing on a Sunday morning and just listened it's so beautiful like even a church family our size like y'all sing I'm so thankful for that to get to be a part of a body of Christ that I mean sometimes people don't you know they're maybe self-conscious or they're they're shy or whatever you know they're just kind of quiet right It kind of feels like a funeral like sometimes right but but God's people come together we sing thankfully we sing corporately we just listen and I'm not even good at music. I don't, like I don't, I don't know. I went to the University of North Texas. It's a jazz school. All my friends were really talented. I I can barely roll a cable. Like it's I don't know anything about music. I remember my daughter was like four year olds. We were listening to a song on the radio, and she's like, I love the violin. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I turned the song down. I'm like, you hear a violin? She's like, you don't hear all the instruments? And I said, no. It just sounds like music like and she's like oh daddy the violin and then here comes the piano i was like stop it okay let's try. <laughs> but but that's the beauty in singing in music the gift of music that the lord has given us is that you can have a a variety of abilities come together tone deaf right people that can go high people that sing low like people that shouldn't be singing on a stage and yet 10 100 thousands of men women and children can come together it's beautiful what a gift like the lord has given us in singing he's given that to us that's not in like you can't get a hundred thousand people together to read verses 40 to 42. can you imagine if we were at a stadium and we were all trying to read verses 40 41 we wouldn't make it past verse 40. I mean there would be people the too loud too quiet too fast too slow it would just be jumbled noise we'd have to be stop just one person we just need one person to talk and read the passage but that's not the case with singing the Lord has given us the beauty of singing together so that harmony and melody like the more that takes place it's like layers it just just gets more beautiful what a gift we have in singing and there's something that happens when we come together and sing corporately in us like it's a supernatural experience that we're participating in but please do not think that we're just like singing. Like it, w- S- singing together with the body of Christ it does something we can be in a place of discouragement. You walk in on a Sunday, we could be in a place of just believing lies about ourselves, about one another, about the future. Right? We could we could be in a place of despair. And yet when you start to sing together with the body of Christ, have you seen that? Have you felt that? Have you experienced that? Where like something happens there's endorphins like chemically things happen endorphins are are released but supernaturally things happen so that it is through singing that 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 those hard things in life start to kind of fade to the back and the the hope we have in Christ starts to come to the front so that there's joy like in our heart have you experienced that when you sing with the body of Christ of just like oh my gosh that does like it isn't that we we are in a place of joy and then we sing it's that we start singing and that singing God has made it so that leads us to a place of joy does that make sense I mean that's, a, that's what we get that's a gift we have in the in the body of Christ of being able to to sing together in the body of Christ let's look at our third subpoint. we sing loudly I can't wait for the singing after the message I, I just there's going we're gonna sing God's word teaches us to sing we sing together we sing thankfully and we sing loudly look at verse 43 it says and on that day they offered great sacrifices and they rejoiced because God had given them great joy even the women and children rejoiced so that the joy of Jerusalem was heard from afar all right so it's possible you read that phrase uh, even the women and children rejoiced and there's so much conversation around women in our culture maybe that lands on you like in a weird way maybe you're like even Why gotta be even women and children right (laughs) just like remember the context of nehemiah right that that they have as a people they have been living in 140 years of despair Um, that's almost the length of our country's history 140 years of attacks 140 years of houses being destroyed 140 years of death 140 years of people just disappearing and being deported to a foreign land right so that 140 years they they they, they live in timidity and in fear and in the shadows and out in the countryside and in hiding but in the context of Nehemiah 12 the wall has been built up security and safety has come back into play they've come under God's word they've renewed their sense of worship they responded in confidence with i mean in in uh, in confession and repentance and and they've renewed their faith in the, the lord so that there is a confidence in the people that's why it means. Even women and children are, are singing is because that's how confident they are. They're no longer in fear of being killed or being attacked. So they're coming out from the shadows. They're going out to the wall so that they're singing so loud that the surrounding area from afar can hear their joy. Do you see the context? They're singing loudly because of their confidence. They're singing loudly because of their boldness of what they have in jesus that's what's taking place in verses 27 to 47. the symbols are loud there's great celebration the choirs are great the cheering is great and their joy is heard from afar all right the best way to spread christmas cheer is to sing loud for all to hear to sing loud because of the joy they have do you know there are some churches in our city they, they, they try to they try to pull away from singing about Jesus on a Sunday morning do you know that? that their their belief is that you know singing about Jesus is uncomfortable for somebody who doesn't have faith in Jesus or doesn't have a church background and so to remove that discomfort they sing kind of cultural songs on a on a Sunday morning which is fine that's their their perspective but what I have found in our church family on a Sunday morning no matter where you come from in your faith background like getting to sing with the body of christ to sing loudly like it does something to a person i i've I've talked with people that have no faith in jesus no background in the local church and they've come up to me on a sunday morning and they have tears in their eyes and they say thank you thank you for letting me sing with the body of christ isn't that powerful they're like i don't know what is going on here but they sense the presence of god because through the singing did you know this just like we were talking about earlier like when we sing it's not just one person even in this room it's not just when we sing we're not just singing with us we're singing with the body of christ around the world that we're one in christ one faith one lord so we're singing with millions men women and children around the world when you stand up to sing when this team says hey everybody sing like we're not we're not singing just with us at North Village Church we're singing with the body of Christ around the world and it doesn't stop there because we're also singing with all of creation when we sing we're singing with the trees the trees sing of his glory, the wind ruffling leaves through the streets. That's creation, exhaling and inhaling like his glory. We're, we're singing. We're singing with the angels. We're singing. There is, a, there is a supernatural, spiritual, physical component taking place when we sing. So we sing loudly when we sing. We sing joyfully when we sing. Because we're celebrating the great joy that we have in Jesus. Isn't that good? What a gift we have in singing. What a gift we have to be able to sing with the body of Christ. I think it's possible, just celebrating Thanksgiving, preparing to celebrate Christmas, that if we're honest, there could be a layer in us that is weighted down right now holidays can do that stirs up memories maybe there's loss of loved ones over the last year or so the holidays are going to be different maybe there's memories of pain in our past it's possible that as you're 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 stepping into this season that there might be some real hardship in our lives so I don't want to overlook that that's real it's honest I want to be clear that the singing described in God's word is not just celebratory singing there's songs of lament there's songs of grieving there's songs of uh, singing about the injustice that's taking place in our world there's songs of offering like there's just be clear there's tons of different types of singing that takes place in scripture but when we see singing in scripture we're not singing because of our circumstances we're not, we're not waiting for our circumstances to line up with the economy with the politics and with our family and with our children and our parents and then and then when that gets into place all right lord right that's not what god's word teaches we're not waiting for the circumstances to fall into place and then we start singing all right i want to illustrate it by just looking at a passage in the new testament it's in the book of acts chapter 16. Uh, the book of acts chapter 16 you see paul and Silas let me just set it up for you, you can turn there if you want or I'll just throw a few verses up but just in the in the background you have the Apostle Paul you have Silas their lives have been radically transformed through faith in Jesus so much so that they're proclaiming the name of Jesus around the world people are coming to faith churches are being started in in Acts chapter 16 it, it describes some opposition that they encounter that 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 Paul and Silas are being attacked they go into the city to proclaim the name of Jesus and people do not want to hear what they have to say right we just talked about the city of Austin last Sunday right so they're they're experiencing opposition opposition not just in verbal they don't just feel it uh, they're, they're they're being attacked and it's not just with hands and feet that they're being attacked it describes in Acts 16 they're actually being beaten with rods right you you get beat with a rod there's a potential loss of life and so there's real real opposition that they're encountering so much so that they're placed into prison right and then this is what happens as they're placed in prison as they're beaten with rods acts chapter 16 verse 25 says but about midnight paul and silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to god so we'll keep going but just stop right there just sit that in like they're they're experiencing opposition they're they're beaten with rods they're thrown into prison and their response is we should sing and so they start to sing about about praising the Lord right I mean imagine how hard that would have been for Paul and Silas they're serving the Lord they're proclaiming the name of Jesus they're 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 about his business I mean you would think surely if anybody was to 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 be removed from opposition and being beaten with rods it would be these people you would think surely the Lord would show up and and just pave out a way for them but instead they've encountered extremely difficult circumstances and their response is to sing right to sing in the midst of prison back in it he says and the prisoners who were around them they were listening to them and suddenly there came a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison house were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were unfastened so did you see that you see how it played out It, it wasn't when the the gates were open the chains were unfastened oh Lord. <laughs> no 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 no! it started with singing Lord, we will praise you the joy we have in you and it just so happened the gates and the chains were were opened All right it doesn't always happen that way it's not a guarantee they're not singing because of their circumstances they're singing because of the joy they have in Christ look at verse 27 it says when the jailer awoke and saw the prison doors opened, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. Because in the context of the passage, the guard was, thought his life was over. They would have been held accountable. They, have, they, lose a, they lose prisoners. They would have been publicly executed as a consequences for their failure. And so he's in shame and humiliation. The guard is going to take his own life. Verse 28. It says but paul cried out with a loud voice do not harm yourself for we are all here and he called for lights and rushed in trembling with fear he fell down before paul and silas and after he brought them out he said sirs what must i do to be saved man that so good i want you to see that church family right the the, the, the the singing wasn't the result of their circumstances they sang because of the joy they had in Christ and then as a response it, it filtered out loud it filtered out far for all to hear and lives were being transformed by it all right, so I want to just acknowledge. no matter where each of us are this morning I don't know where you are but like no matter where you are in your circumstances you need to know God has us here this morning to believe in Jesus he says sirs what must I do to be saved you scan down to verse 31 Paul and Silas say, believe in Jesus Jesus is God in the flesh that Jesus is the creator of all things that he was present in Genesis 1 and 2 and even in our sin Genesis 3 he's come that he is powerful and he's not only powerful but he's personal right he is the visible of the invisible that jesus is god in the flesh and that he's come to take our sin to put it to death at the cross and to conquer it in the resurrection so that we can have life in him so that we have joy in him that our joy is not our circumstances our joy is not in our politics our joy is not in our economy our joy is not in the 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 decisions of our parents or the future of our children but our joy is in christ and it's through faith in jesus that we have hope the apostle peter he calls it living hope because he's overcome death it's a hope that nobody can touch it's an eternal hope it's the joy we have in christ that's why we sing church family that's why we sing with gratitude with thankfulness we sing corporately because of the corporate joy we have in christ that's why we sing our joy is greater than our circumstances there's no circumstance that's greater than the joy the eternal joy we have in christ that's why that's why we sing so church family i want to invite you to respond if you've never believed in jesus do that this morning come talk to me there'll be people at the back to pray with you to pray for you believe in jesus today find the eternal joy that's made known in jesus today won't you do that will you bow your heads will you close your eyes